One o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold, hanging out on a Thursday. Expected to head out to Arrowhead in just a couple of minutes. We'll hear from Chiefs head coach Andy Reid right here on 610 Sports Radio. Of course, at this point in time in the NFL, multiple reports suggesting that they are going to not resume the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals game. And therefore, they have to come up with how they will proceed on the tiebreakers and seating and all these options have been thrown out. So we'll, we'll continue to keep an eye on if there's any new news in that regard. We're also still keeping an eye on, on what has been uh, obviously a very uh, uplifting press conference going on at University of Cincinnati and the doctors talking about their care of DeMar Hamlin and the uh, encouraging signs that they continue to see for Hamlin, who is awake and is communicating, not verbally yet, but is communicating. Uh, and the, the quote that we shared right before we went to break. The fact that he is there enough already to ask who won the game is obviously incredible. Football uh, guys, man. Awesome. 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 To, uh, to hear the news coming out of there. The fact that he's communicating, like, I mean, I he said, he's got movement in his, his legs and feet too. I mean, it's movement, all communicating says lungs are healing. Awesome. I mean, all this is fantastic news. Fantastic news. I mean, especially because they confirmed, right. They had to b- both use the AED and use a, a round of, CPR mm-hmm. to revive him on the field. The fact that after just a couple of days, even he's in as good of shape as he is, is really, really fantastic news. Obviously you keep hoping that it continues. It, it starts to feel more and more like there's a chance he can maybe live a normal life after this. Yeah. Which I mean, is it's, great. that's, that's what everybody was hoping for uh, when this all occurred is I can't, can you, can you be able to get back to that point? And the doctors are talking as if they believe that is very, very possible. And um, they also praised the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals training staff, medical staff on the field, because uh, I think we we've always heard that people had said, you know, other than being at a hospital when something like this were to occur, a football field, a soccer field around in a professional setting is the next best place to be because of all the team doctors, the uh, plans that are already in place. And in this case, like save save the guy's life. Because he was on, yes, the injury occurred on a football field, Cody, but because he was on a football field, the medical professionals there were able to save his life. Any other setting, who and knows? And keep his competency who, who and knows, do all those things. Who knows what outcome we're talking about uh, today, if not for that. So the medical staff, of course, uh, incredible what they we've all witnessed there. I mean, that's what's great. Witnessed it on live national television. Medical staff quickly doing what they were trained to do and save a man's life. It's easy to say, too, to be trained to do. Like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. I'm like, it's a lot easier to say to train to do it and then actually have to do it. We have an AED machine. We right, do. Right here yeah, in the – one of those life packs over there. Yep. Yeah, right yep. here in the lobby area. I mean, they could train me to do it, but then to actually have to do it in the moment is a very different thing, you know? Like, it just requires so much more than uh, some of us or any of us are capable of, so – Really, I mean, it's when you when you you know you see all the quotes coming out of this press conference. Mm-hmm. It it reminds you just how what they did in order to save the man's life, which is fantastic. Coming up in about twenty minutes, we'll get to or fifteen minutes, excuse me, we'll get to the snitch line here on the show nine one three five eight six seven six ten. It's a snitch line Thursday on Cody and Gold. Something you want to uh, get out there, perhaps something that you've witnessed around town, something you've done. It's post holiday, so somebody had something happen over the holidays. Come on now. You did something. You witnessed something. Something on New Year's. New Year's something. Eve. That's ripe for stuff. Maybe Nick maybe, has something to maybe you, Who knows? Maybe you sent out a tweet on New Year's I Eve. I was in bed by uh, 11.30. Did you do anything you regret in Germany that you want to cop to? 
Well, he's got no. a chance to do it in about 15 he minutes. He said no so quick there. No. I think, that, you know. said you're drinking at noon. You, have you done anything? Did you do anything to anyone on New Year's Eve that they didn't want done to them? No. Okay. Well, Barely even went anywhere on New Year's Eve. Look, I, yeah, maybe you sent, like I said, maybe you sent out a tweet on New Year's Eve making fun of a 20-year-old human being. Yeah, that then prompted a legendary figure to block you. Maybe something like that happened. It seems it seems like that was that's a very specific situation. Alex. Well, that did happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that did happen. That well, was good. you, man. Well, I didn't do anything to. I told Nick, book Bill Snyder on this show. I'll tell him he should unblock me, and I'll tell him that if he does, I'll delete that tweet. You said I had 24 hours. I got exactly almost like one hour left to delete That's that. It. Otherwise, I, I guess nothing happens. Delete it and everything will be, everything will be good. Uh, we are going to head out to hear from Andy Reid. I will just tell you real quick, though, that Andy, uh, we are expecting to hear that he is going to rule Sky Moore out uh, for this game uh, on Saturday. Sky Moore, Andy said yesterday, like split his hand open, and so he was wearing a had glove. Had to get stitches. And had to get, yeah, get stitches there, so they're going to hold Sky out. We don't know if it's going to be a week. In, another, so we're still not going to get the full complement of weapons, even if McColl plays. That's right. That's exactly right. We that's may exactly never get a game this year where every single wide receiver the Chiefs have on roster is available. So as far as the uh, bye week and the tiebreakers and all that, this is another reason why you still choose the bye week if you, if it came down yeah. to a scenario. Because Cole's still getting healthy. Sky's Sky getting healthy. Another week. getting healthy. Whatever. Yeah, it gives Sky more another week of the – the hand injury, I don't know how long he has to have stitches in or anything like that. But, however, another week can't hurt uh, if you're talking about something like that with his his hand. I really do wonder, like, especially in the case you're talking about here, it's this is why, if the NFL did decide that, and reportedly one of the things they were considering at this juncture was that they would think about the, they would, they would consider doing a, you either choose the bye or you choose home field advantage. But you're right. The only choice in that scenario would be the bye. It just sucks, as Danian Hugh points out, and we'll hear coming up here in about 20 minutes. You're essentially making it seem like the fans have to say, I choose winning over fans. And you're like, but the fans should like winning. It just it starts to feel bizarre, doesn't it? Yeah, that I mean that fortunately I think that option's not gonna ha- hopefully be presented to them. But if you're Clark Hunt in that scenario, you would ask Andy Reid, hey, what do you what do you think's best? And I think it's pretty simple. You take the bye week. Two wins to get to a Super Bowl versus three. I think it's I think that is what you you do despite admitting Wanting that to you're play not gonna, home games. Yeah. Well, because the, the worst case game. scenario is there is you have to play one game on the road in Buffalo. That might have happened anyway. Right? I mean, that could have happened. Just as likely it could have happened if that game had actually been played and those things had actually occurred. But I mean, the taking a week off, giving Andy all the conversations we've had about an extra week of preparation. Sure against an opponent, all of that makes it. And then Buffalo would still have to get through two rounds to get to you, you know? They'd still have to beat a team in the first round, which would be likely at that point, but they'd still have to do it. Then they'd have to get to the divisional round, which at this point would line up to be Cincinnati, a very difficult opponent for anybody before they even got to you, you know? You take your chances. Maybe you wouldn't get to host your fifth straight AFC title game despite the fact you would have finished with the best winning percentage at the end of the year, but it is absolutely the right call. The good news is over the last hour, the – Cuckoo banana theories have really calmed down, which means the NFL is probably getting close to announcing something at this point because yeah. the let's throw more possible playoff ideas out, you know, out in the world to see what everyone thinks. Those are starting to slow down. Yeah, I just, I just always will choose the path that quote unquote seems easier, which is less games. Like if anybody says in any scenario, like, 
hey, do I have to win 10 games to get to the championship or win eight? I'm always going to take the path that means eight. What if it eight. was 10 games to beat the Jets or <laughs> eight games to beat, you know, the Bills and the Bengals? Then you take the 10 against the Jets, We've right? seen We've seen other number one, you know, we've seen seeds. Sure. I mean, the Chiefs weren't the number one seed last year, right? That was Tennessee. The Chiefs were the two, and they hosted a AFC title game. So we know upsets can happen in the postseason. So I'll take my chances of playing less games, right? Less games to get there, less games to potentially lose. Sometimes it depends on the opponent. I, In the case of this playoff scenario, I would almost always take the solution that means I don't have to play both the Bills and the Bengals. That's the thing we've talked about all yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. And I stand by that reasoning. The bye accomplishes that, Gold. The bye means you don't have to play both. So don't play both. <laughs> like, it's not worth it. In that situation, it's absolutely not worth taking the risk in order to do it. Andy has also said, by the way, that they're not going to risk McCall Hardman. Says he may only get three to five snaps. Just literally put him out there for a jog. I just have red zone play. It's first and goal at the five jet sweep. McCall this Hardman. game, you know what? I'll be honest, though. Missing Sky Moore. I get it. They're not like huge players. But missing Sky Moore, still not having McCall Hardman. You're once again relying on the Jarek McKinnons or Justin Watsons of the world in order to make this offense go. I know that they've been doing that for a while. But anytime you're saying, like, for all these conversations we've said about where the playoff seating would end up, et cetera, there's a real chance they could lose this game on Saturday. I don't think they will because they almost never lose to the Raiders and almost never lose a divisional game. But, Gold, we have to admit that there's a little bit of fear that if, let's say, Butker can't go and two wide receivers can't go and, you know, enough injuries pile up and this game can get a little bit closer. I just can't take any game that Jared Stidham starting. I could see it being close. But can you really talk yourself into Chiefs losing to Jared Stidham and the Raiders in Week 18? Into losing, no, but I expect it to be a closer game. I mean, that's what the Chiefs have been playing in for the most part. You know, so I, I think they're not pulling be, a bunch of teams out right now. And it's the NFL. It's just hard to do that. So, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be a close contest. I don't believe the Chiefs are losing this football game with everything to play for. Even by then, they'll also know all the long-term plans that the NFL decides for the postseason. You got to hope that they know that as soon as possible, because I know Andy's like, hey, we just got to take care of business. If I were a player, it is impossible to not wonder what what's going on. Like for a while, you were wondering about DeMar Hamlin and his health. And as soon as they get out of practice, they're going to find all the good news that has been taking place during this press conference with the doctors over at the University of Cincinnati. And they're going to find out, right? Just like the news has been very good today. This has been a very yeah. positive press conference with. Positive things like he's communicating and he's awake and alert and, you know, so many of the things you want to hear coming out of a very serious incident like that. But then you're going to have to wonder about, like, what happens next and what's going on with us and we'll be the first team on the field. This game has more distractions than a normal Week 18 game. You're possibly playing for the number one seed. You're the first team on the field after the DeMar Hamlin incident. You don't, like, at this point, you have no idea what the consequences of this game may entail on top of being a divisional round game. And you're missing a couple of pieces. Feels like there's just a lot of things, not all working against you, but just a lot going on, right? Just a lot of things going on right now. A lot of distractions <laughs> that Andy Reed would obviously prefer not to have. All right, let's get to the snitch line. You've called the snitch line. And if I have to tell you again, we're going to take it outside and I'm going to show you what it's like. 913-662-1270. Leave him alone! Please leave your message for Thursdays at 1.15 on Cody and Gold. And if you think I'm kidding, just try me. Try me. So we're good? 
All right, 913-586-7610. 913-586-7610 is a Cody and Gold snitch line here on a Thursday. I don't think we're going to hear from Andy Reid. We did give you some updates on that, but I guess uh, not going to be able to have that connected today. But we kind of went through the key points from the press conference. Harrison Butker practicing. Dave Tobe saying Butker looks good. Sky Moore out for Saturday's game. Bum, 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 bum. I thought maybe you were going to start in with a snitch on yourself. Have you been doing anything lately? Feels like you're just, you go have home. I, have I done you anything You watch football. Lately. You didn't say anything you shouldn't do a family what member. All, what all have you done? Yeah, oh. nothing really. Lately. Lately. Like week. Playing FIFA a lot. Playing a lot of FIFA. A lot of FIFA. Did you tell, any, tell some 13-year-old kid that you're going to hump his mom or something? No, I don't have a headset. Can we can we make oh, can right. we get you a headset and then make yeah. that's with you on the show that makes you have to say like we get to write sentences you have to say to teenagers not on FIFA. Not everybody that you play against has a headset though, so they may not even they be can hearing hear one. though. That bit. Well, they might be like you, right? Where they yeah, got it through the blaring TV. through the TV. They're still going to hear you. See, what, what do you want me to say? The next person I play on, on Madden, mom, like, on Madden like or Nick FIFA. Said. I don't want to get blocked. I don't want to get banned from Xbox. You're not. Are they going to ban you for that? Have you heard the way people talk on there? I don't know. Some idiot. Some idiot might do something, you know? What what has been said to you on there? Have you ever thought about banning anybody? Or just talking about how trash you are as a player? Yeah, I mean, I've someone would say something, I told you, and talk crap, and I don't have anything to respond back to. And then after I beat them, then I will go and I'll message them. Something. No, that's I've weak. That. I've done that. You got to talk in the mic. I don't have a mic. You got to get a mic. I just said. You want to trash talk, get a mic. I just like send a message. It's pretty simple. I just, whenever it's something like that, I just send a message. Just, honestly, it's not even like trash talking. It's just like, in? LOL, just knowing that they're pissed off because they know they talk trash. I didn't say anything, and then I ended up beating them. I don't know. I need to play, I think, Vinny Pasquantino in FIFA. Sounds like he's just as bad as I am at it. He what? can't play defense either. So you guys could have some 10 to 10 has, I don't know if he has Xbox or not, but or is a play, I bet she's a PlayStation guy. But I don't have that. I have no idea. Someone uh, from out? the snitch line, 913. I can, we can find out. 913-586-7610. Uh, from the 913, been telling my girlfriend I'm working late when actually I'm hearing all the Halo campaigns are playing. Oh, they, okay, there you go. Playing all the Halo campaigns in order. So you're just playing video games. Where at, though? Oh, you you must not live with your girlfriend. Yeah, okay. that's got to be it. Like, Nick, if you said, hey, Lindsay, let's get together at 9, you're like, I got to work a little bit late. But really, from 8 to 9, you could have been hanging out, but you were, hey. you were playing Halo. Secrets. Secrets are no good in relationships, right, Cody? I think that that's probably accurate. You keeping anything from Emma? <laughs> Why are you trying to get me? <laughs> what's the last? To no, admit to something I'm not, today. I'm not, but like, what's the last secret you kept from your wife? Besides like gifts or something? Like yes. good secrets? Yes. What's the last big lie you told? I don't know. I don't tell a lot of big lies. Hmm. I'm that, trying to think. Just talk for a second while I think. <laughs> okay. Nick? Trying to come up with an answer for you. Did you that? lie about anything on Germany trip? Did she lie to you about anything on the no, Germany trip? No, we are we are fully transparent with one another. It's the keys to a healthy relationship. Remember that one. Yeah. yeah. This feels like something Rob Collins would have told us. Rob you Collins, do. life coach. You know, I learned Someone it. Says they'll Venmo me money for it, a new headset. Oh, there you go. It only costs like 40 bucks. Is that what they run? For a cheap one, yeah. I don't I mean I don't need a nice one. <laughs> I don't need I don't need some expensive headset to play. From the 816, snitching on a kid who got out of his car while in line to get into the Chiefs game to pee on the side of the electric building. Boy, just like couldn't wait. Well, I mean, sometimes you can't, sometimes you gotta go, man. Get a bottle. You can't be uh, taking that outside. A bottle? I don't know what you're working with, but that ain't gonna <laughs> cut it for me unless it's Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> so uncomfortable.
You just have a water bottle just chilling that you urinate in, in your car all the time? <laughs> no, I don't pee in my car. I'm, I go to the bathroom before I leave the house. Yeah, but you know what some, my mom taught me? Sometimes, sometimes my my mom taught me to go to the bathroom before you leave the house. Sometimes you're not in that situation. What do you mean? You're Some, always in the situation of no, getting ready to leave your house. Been, that is 100% the case been, every time. They might have been already hanging out with some other people. Someone else was driving. They were the passenger in the car. That person wasn't willing to stop to let them go to the restroom until they were waiting in line. And they, they had to walk outside the car and go the take care I lied to my wife that I don't hear the baby cry at night, so she gets up with the baby instead. Bro, she knows There's no lying. way that's going to work knows for you're very lying. long. Yeah, there's no way she just thinks that you happen to be the deepest sleeper on earth and never hear the baby cry. I mean, sometimes you can sleep through a baby crying. Yeah, this guy's doing it like, all the time. You can't do it all the time. They're just going to think you're not did helping. You ever, did you ever do that, though? Was there ever a night where you're no, like, No, but I've I... waited. I've waited being like, <laughs> ah, I'm going to have to do this in like 60 seconds, but I'm going to wait these 60 seconds. <laughs> I'm going to find out if somebody else is going to do this instead. Because if not, then fine. I'll get up or whatever. Or you do like, you know what you should do instead? Do the, you know, like it's, it's like the less jerky version of the same thing. When she starts to get up, do the like, you know, somebody's already carrying the trash. Maybe like, oh, do you want me to do you want me to get the baby? She's kind of like, oh, I, mean, I, I, reach I, for I it. could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too late. She's obviously going to get up and take care of the baby. So do the like, oh, do you want me to get the baby? They're already standing up out of bed. Make the offer. That's a much better solution than the other way around. Hmm. Our kids, by the way, have firmly like if they wake up in the middle of the night, they will only deal with one of the one parent. They, like Desmond wants nothing to do with me, and same with Ruby with her. It's just like they're they're out. They wake up in the middle of the night and they need something taken care of. It is only one person who can help them. Someone says they accidentally elbowed their girlfriend in the head at the Chiefs game on Sunday while cheering. She's a Broncos fan. He then blamed the person on the other side of her. <laughs> trying to get that guy. You're gonna try to get that guy in big big trouble. What play? I bet you that happened on the Sneed play. Yeah, which play did you elbow? That, her that you would be so the excited? one where you, everybody jumps up, right? Probably Man. you're sitting down, you get up, no. the elbows go out a little bit. Look at bit. this holiday one. From Although, the 913, wife loves decorating Christmas trees, slightly obsessed. I knocked over a lot of the ornaments and ribbons, moving the couch. Blame my daughter for playing in the living room. So you blamed your kid oh, that's, for breaking that's all the That's wow. stuff right there, wow. man. Whoa. Wow. Have you ever blamed your kids for anything that you've done so far? I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, someone says they were driving around thinking 610 was down today. Realized they actually just changed the station to 630. They were not all the way. They didn't have the. They didn't have it turned all the way down. I don't think that's a station it's at all. It's not. It's a lot of fuzz. They thought they thought it was fuzz. Static. 610 still rocking and rolling. The holidays are maybe the best time for this niche line because everyone is slightly guilty of something. Oh, someone said they had relations with someone in the family bathroom at Arrowhead on Sunday. Wow, okay. Probably, probably not the first time that's happened. All right. Uh, from the what, three you're, you're acting, that's your reaction, but yet you're talking about the size what? of you. I said all Gatorade right. Bottle, but we can't mention somebody. No, what? I just said all right. Okay, you acted like you were very uncomfortable <laughs> with the comment that someone might have had sex. No, to their I just head. like I don't know if I would have done that personally. Like that's not a place that. Have you ever had me. sex in public, Nick? No, <laughs> no. The quick, come on, the quick. The quick well, smirk. Pretty, you don't have to think about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, from the three words. I just answered the question. I was like, yeah. I was trying to pressure you, and you for, went, no. I don't know. So I, matter I've of never fact. had my ass out in public in any. Situation. You've never had sex in public one time, huh? No. Have you? Yeah, but what? it's been a long time. Wait, so. have you told us this? How does that matter? Have you told us this before? It doesn't matter. No, but uh, ha- I don't think you no, have. No, I doubt it. It hadn't where? come in a conversation. Yeah, where? where was it? Which Where? time? Like a park? Oh. Which time? When's the last time you've done this? <laughs> you it's been a nasty long... boy. <laughs> You're a nasty boy. It's been a long time. Don't call me How that. How old were you? How old were you? I'm a teenager. 
And where? In Kansas City? Yes. What? Where? Where? It's not important. Oh, it where? Is. It is One important. time an apartment Wh- complex pool. One uh, time, I don't know. Uh, the name uh, the pool. Uh, the apartment complex? Oh, you are grotesque. Grotesque? Yeah, wh- what's the apartment po- complex? I'm sorry, you're both prudes. I thought we didn't shame people on the show. What's the apartment complex? Yeah. There's no way I'm saying that. Well, wh- what, what's the intersection? I'm not telling you what the apartment complex is. Well, just tell me, like, d- describe it to me it, by using, like, its geographical <laughs> like coordinates. It's, like, it's cross streets? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I'm Okay, do where's that. the second place? I'm not. I'm done. No, we're, we're done. This, we're not going to break point, it. I'm guessing it's a pool. Cody's got something with the pools. I don't no, know what it's it is. Not, it was is not it a hot tub. No, a department store uh, changing room. Oh, I bet it was. It was pervert. not a department. You are the biggest pervert at the, st- at the <laughs> what? station. Yeah. At the station? Yes. There's no way I will accept that. Parking lot? Was it a parking lot? At the like a Walmart? Station? Like a K- uh, you know what? It was, was probably a back even... alley of a Kmart. Kmart. Thinking more. I was oh, thinking, dude. Was it next to a dumpster at TGI Fridays or something? No, it was after Chili's. You mentioned you love Chili's. I'm just surprised that at no point in your youth did you have to, like, you know, have to have sex in a car, hypothetically. You've just, that just never came up? (laughs) No, dude. No. Well, regret bringing this up at all. I think what this is is because you, you grew up with, so many siblings that there was never any like that. The, the house any was, privacy at yeah, home. That probably is why you say what you just said. I mean, maybe or I, the or the 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 companion in this case was so like embarrassed oh, to bring you home told, to their parents. Oh yeah, that, someone's right. It was with the the older chick you met at the club when you were underage. Oh, actually, the hold of a on, nightclub. that's it was a you mentioned, scummy ass you mentioned nightclub. the underage. I said we were making out. That's very different. Someone well, that's what ball. you said. Someone said the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. Come on now. Come yeah. on now. Come on. Let's not do yeah, that. Where did not Cody that. have sex? Nine one three five six seven six. Someone said they had sex on the Nelson Art Gallery steps one night. <laughs> it's very it's public. Very. There's, probably, there's probably footage of that somewhere. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't been picked up, sir. <sighs> now the text line has just devolved into. Yeah, that's it. Text line's over for the day. Just going to have to close that up. That's, that's it. Uh, snitch line's over. Text line's over. We've devolved into this. You're, you're disgusting, you still told man. Us the second location. Yeah. I don't want to tell you. Is that church? Is the second location worse than the apartment pool? It's more than two locations, and I don't want to get oh, into the several locations what? in which Wait, were they all with different women? I'm not talking about this anymore. Okay, did all of the women we're consent? We're done. Yes. Why would you say that? Wait, did you? Do, what did you ask? I, I said, made, did they all I consent? Oh, come on. Come on now. Cody's not a monster. He's just a perv. That's all. <laughs> not a pervert. We <laughs> said we wouldn't shame people on this show. You said you wouldn't. You, you always do this. You speak on behalf of us so much. <laughs> and you hold us to standards that I we're not willing to. I guarantee you 50% of the text line has had sex in a public place. That's my guess. Just answer yes or no. I don't think it's 50%, man. No way. Some of these locations on the text line. Some of them are just practically impossible. Just, just can't eh. be done. You sure? Maybe not at your current <laughs> fitness level. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, uh, someone actually that you were a big Worlds of Fun guy as a kid. I forgot. I mean, I lived near Worlds of Fun. There yes. it is. We found it. I bet it wasn't Worlds of Fun for that poor girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> why? What did I do to deserve this? Zamboni. I thought your answer was no, going to be yes. Zamboni. <laughs> Zamboni? <laughs> Where would I even have access to one? <laughs> well, what do you think of the Zambezi Zinger? That thing, yeah. 
You knew what I meant. Nick was Nick knew what on I meant. a roller coaster. That's impossible. Eh, I'm sure it's been done before. First, the way they buckled you into the Zambezi Zinger would have made that borderline impossible. <laughs> oh, Super unsafe man. roller coaster. The text line's lost. It's it's done. You did this, by the way. The text line. No, no. I, I you already gave me blame for the random question. Why is this my fault? <laughs> Every time something devolves on the show, I it believe, becomes my problem. Well, well Cody. <laughs> I believe because oh my gosh, the first question that came out of your mind terrible. was, and I'll do an exact impersonation here, so stay with me. What, you've never had sex in public? That's exactly uh, There's so much shoulders in that impression. For anybody who's watching on the video. That's, should, you move a lot. I do. I mean, the text, I've never, I mean, the text line. <laughs> it's just... I'll, I'll put it this way. At so least, uncomfortable. At least the a lot last of, text, I'm so uncomfortable. At least a lot of the texts, it just looks like we were asking people their favorite locations in Kansas City. If you didn't know the context, you might just think we were asking people their favorite locations in Kansas City. That's all the text line is, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone says, why does this always happen while I'm driving? I wish I could see this on the live chat. Yeah. Well, it'll be up later. I guess you can go back and... Look at how red my face gets under these circumstances. Typically, how many movie theater, Cody? Some of these people are mentioning six or seven spots. Uh, I bet it was a movie theater. Probably went to some like the worst showing uh, of the day, like matinee. <laughs> Why are you keep trying to that's guess? That's it. That's it, though. That is. It, I'm not that's admitting it. any more locations for the so rest of the show. So that's it. That's it. I'm not mentioning anything else. So it was the movie. Theater. It's the something six or whatever. It yeah. Is. Yeah. The what? I bet like, you. I, could, I bet you. Whatever. If we went there, we could figure out the seats they were sitting in too. Gold. Uh, you don't know. Uh-huh. You always go to the back row, I bet. I mean, logically, sick. that's where you're you go, sick, right? man. You went to the front row. <sighs> Library? No. Wasn't your wife a librarian? Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, coming up next, we will get to what's trending, and we'll get back into the options the NFL has along with our conversation with Dane and Hughes. This is Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload of football <laughs> tweets. First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's it's go time. Six ten Sports Radio. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending: uh, Doctors at University of Cincinnati Health uh, released information on the health of Demar Hamlin and held a press conference for the last hour or so, and continuing to get more positive news out of that. They said, "Quote: We'd like to share that there has been substantial improvement over the past 24 hours as of this morning." Demar Hamlin is beginning to awaken. It appears that his neurological condition and function is intact. Uh, They had mentioned as well that uh, uh, he continues to show progress towards being able to breathe on his own. That is, of course, the next kind of step and where he is still, because he is still not fully breathing on his own yet, but he is awake. He's being able to squeeze the hand of family members. His legs uh, are able to be moved. All things you were hoping to hear as you continue through the progress of, of his health. There was also just, I think, a pretty incredible uh, quote that came out of the the press conference as as well that mentioned that one of the first questions that he uh, wrote down, because he's still not verbal yet, but wrote down uh, was who won the game, uh, which is just, I think, amazing to think about that, how that played out. And then, of course, they told him, hey, you you won. You won the game of life. So that was a pretty remarkable moment during the press conference last hour. 
going to be hard to tell him, like, hey, uh, they didn't finish the game. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he knows I'm by sure now yeah, at this sure moment. They, yeah. But that's it's just like it talks a lot about like that energy of like football players and his stuff and this compartmentalization we talked about. I mean, a guy wakes up in a hospital bed and he's like, did we win? Which, you know, it's cool. It's a cool here, moment. And, and here's even that the, the doctors at the press conference said that they all told DeMar Hamlin that he'll have a lot of toys to buy when he recovers from all this because his that toy it's drive over is seven million, $7 million dollars. And it was at the goal was twenty five hundred. And that's before all the apparel companies that are selling DeMar stuff right now. This yes. is a hundred percent of those proceeds are gonna go to it too. That's just on the right. GoFundMe. He's gonna end up with a ten or twelve, fifteen million dollar charity to run when this thing yep. is all done, which is really, really Really incredible. Next up on what training updates from the Chiefs practice field. No Sky Moore. He'll miss the game today. McCall Hardman uh, was at practice, as was Harrison Butker. Sound like McCall Hardman. If he plays this weekend, it's not going to be very much. And he said that it could be as little as three to five snaps for McCall in this upcoming Raiders game. Other guys were on the field as expected, like Joe Tooney. But, you know, Chiefs still kind of mildly or relatively healthy coming into this game. I'll be honest, that bye week certainly wouldn't hurt with a lot of guys a little bit dinged up here going into this final game of the regular season. Next up on What's Trending, some breaking news coming out of Austin. This from Kirk Bowles, who works for the Austin American Statesman, reporting that Texas basketball coach Chris Beard has been fired. That, again, from the Statesman down in Austin. If you recall a couple weeks back now, I guess it's been, uh, he was arrested on uh, allegations of domestic violence uh, and had been I think on administrative leave for the last week and a half, yeah. two weeks or so, uh, but he has now been fired. We know the, the legal ramifications are all still ongoing, um, but Texas moving on done with Chris Beard. That's big news. Is yeah. it in, in Texas with all of their coaches, they have a clause in their contract that basically says, if you ever get charged with the felony, we can get out of your contract. I mean, I immediately. I, and I would imagine most Coaches, it's if a you're Texas, if, yeah, but yeah. it's a, it's. A, I'm saying it's a, the Texas Board of Regents, like it's a state That's a thing they have any to have, state yeah. employee. It says that yeah. in their contracts. Now he could sue, but I'm pretty sure Texas is isn't Texas like sort of a sovereign state to where you can't you can't sue the state of Texas. There's a couple of states that have those things in line for laws purposes, so it'd probably be that way. But also, it's not gonna have much they of a leg to stand with cause. Up. Yeah, I mean, they, they fired him with cause, and here's the thing. I mean. Now for the rest of the season, a top 10 team in the country is going to be without what would have been their head coach for the rest of the Jerome year. Jerome Tang. And now a Tang massive to Texas. And now a massive job open after one year. <laughs> you saw hashtag Tang for Texas. Yeah. That's what you're starting next. Start that one. Dennis okay. Gates to Texas. You can start that one. Eh. No? Give me a few more weeks. Okay. Lastly, on Watch Training, the NFL is still working through options for the remainder of the regular season. There's multiple reports of some of the ideas they're going through. Mike Florio had said he expects this game to be called a no contest, which seems to be in line with every other national reporter's thoughts. But what they'll do in regards to the rest of that still seems up in the air. The Buffalo Bills do have a press conference scheduled for later this afternoon. Maybe, just maybe, they would get something figured out from the NFL end before the Bills were to speak. But the Bills could also just be speaking because of a lot of good news, as you had mentioned at the beginning of What's Trending, that came out today about DeMar Hamlin. That's What's Trending here on Cody and Gold. And uh, we caught up earlier today uh, with Dana Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver. Of course, we'll be on the call with Mitch Holtis, Josh Klingler, Dan Israel, Saturday in Las Vegas. And we started our conversation with Dana and asking him about, Cody, you mentioned the options that are out there of, you know, having home field be neutral and all these other scenarios including the one of the crazier ones which would have uh, the Chiefs as the one picking whether or not they wanted the bye week or you wanted home field advantage we asked Dane and his thoughts on that I don't know how I feel about that that's way outside the box um, 
I get that they have to be creative based on the circumstances, but that seems weird. I don't. I, I mean, I don't. I think guys, because then you put it on the players, you put it on the team to basically uh, put aside the fan base or mm-hmm. the 12th man or the, that factor, and like, why would you put? that on the team like if you wanted to internally say from the nfl's perspective we're going to internally flip a coin and we will mandate who gets what then you then you get all the the brunt of the issues and and you protect the team but uh i feel it's tough to from a player standpoint you value bye weeks i mean you always value bye weeks but at the same time you know, they love playing in front of the Chiefs' kingdom and having that 12th man be a factor, which we've seen truly come to fruition in a lot of games, regular season and postseason. So, yeah, that, that'd be a tough dynamic to swallow. Hopefully they don't go that route, but to be quite honest, I don't know what route is fair for everybody. I don't know if there is something that's fair for everybody and whether we should be worried about what could be fair for everyone. I don't think that there is a fair answer, Dana, which is tough. I think what you're looking for is the most, to me, it's what's the most fair with the least amount of complications is kind of what I would be seeking. The other thing that Shepard reported is the possibility of the AFC title game would be neutral site if it was between two teams having played a differing number of games. So essentially, if Buffalo or Cincinnati were in the AFC title game, that game would be neutral site. Does that seem any more or less fair or better idea to you? Let's say it's week 12. Both teams have had their buys. And whatever earthly circumstance or what have you, a game got canceled in the first quarter. And then at the end of the season, it wind up being this same scenario. Would you still do, or at least even entertain the ideas that Schefter brought out there? Like, I feel like there wouldn't be that, whether Mm -hmm. it's because you would have several weeks to kind of plan and prepare, uh, or you would just chalk it up to, it's it's a missed game, and the best team or the team with the best record is going to have that number one seed. Um, I feel like that's how it would how it would be, but I, again, this is such a tough tough dynamic because of the nature of that game, the two teams involved. It wasn't like one of the teams was the you know needed to win and just to get the number one seed. It was both teams could be really uh, depending on how we play in Vegas. Like both teams could have been a factor in that buy. So I understand it, but I just feel like if this had happened earlier in the season after a bye week where you couldn't shuffle the games, they still would have figured out a way to, to, to accommodate without such a, a crazy notion and, yeah. and decision like they're, they're putting on the table now. Yeah. So I, I'm a hundred percent, I'm a hundred percent with you. I understand that the bills are, are going to be potentially in other scenarios you know, punished for something that was out of their control as well. I guess I don't, I just don't get the notion that like, well, if the bills have to be punished, everybody's getting punished. And I feel like that's what these options now being brought forward are doing. Like, it's unfortunate. It's terrible that it's impacting the bills and the Cincinnati Bengals for that matter in that game. But so wait, we're, the solution is that, well, if they have to suffer, everybody does like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, and let's be clear. If the bills would have lost, we would have gotten the one seed, the Bengals, if they went out, would have gotten a two seed, and the Bills would have gotten a three seed, right? If the Bills Correct. would have won, Bills would have got one seed. 
Chiefs would have had the two seed had we won out and the Bengals would be three. So it's, again, it's tough because you have a scenario where and either of those teams could have gotten a one seed, um, especially if we don't help ourselves and we lose this weekend. So I just feel like maybe the most fair thing would be after this weekend is flipping a coin that being done in the NFL from the NFL offices. And like, you just say that's where the chips fall because of the dynamic of the top three teams and the top two of the top three teams having played each other in this circumstance. I don't, I don't know if that's right, but I don't know if that's wrong either. And it may be one of those situations where you just kind of live with however it falls. Um, now, granted, if, you're, if, if it's a situation where we win this weekend, then maybe that coin toss is just between the Bills and us. I don't know. Um, but I feel like that could be the most clear, least unfair way to, to iron this whole thing out. When you look at the on-field part, it's funny because as much as this has taken up time, Dane and I don't know that we've spent a single solid second talking about the actual opponent this weekend they do still have to beat in the Las Vegas Raiders. How concerned are you about the Jared Stidham-led squad? Well, I'm always concerned about an AFC West opponent. We've played tight games against each opponent just about all season long. So uh, I always have am concerned. I'm also concerned about teams that have nothing to, to lose and they're playing spoilers, and we know the Raiders would love to be able to put that extra feather in their cap and say that they knocked us out of a one seed at the end of the season, especially with how the the game unfolded against them earlier this season. You know, they could have something positive. I mean, you you bench and exile your quarterback. Uh, You got tension amongst the team, especially with your star player in Devontae Adams. But you're standing at six and ten. If they're able to end seven and ten and knock off the Chiefs, uh, which would be the first time in several years that they would beat us on their home field, whether it was Oakland Coliseum or in Vegas, uh, that's something that's something of incentive. And when you've been in that situation where you have nothing else to gain, like you look to be the spoiler, you look to be the joker, you look like, like you look to be that, and that's something that's. Uh, definitely an incentive for those players. So it's nothing that with Jared Stidham, we should not take them lightly. They showed that they can put some points on the board. They had some energy and when they're healthy, let's remember, they still got some weapons. I mean, if Darren Wallace healthy and uh, Devonte Adams and Renfro and Jacobs in the backfield, I mean, like they are formidable. So yeah, I think they've had some ups and downs and uh, this season, but, like, they weren't too far off from being a team that could have snuck into the playoffs. We're talking to former Chiefs wide receiver Danon Hughes here on Cody and Gold. We heard Patrick Mahomes yesterday uh, discuss, you know, they're going to be the first team back on a football field since the incident that took place on Monday night and the scary scene involving DeMar Hamlin, and that he, he kind of admitted it's going to maybe a little bit of a weird feeling stepping on the field. I, I know you didn't have this exact scenario play out in your playing career, but what, what do you think that's like for, for these guys that are going to try to get back out there and will have to get back out there? on Saturday afternoon. So it's going to be tough, but it's going to be tough individually for each guy differently. And I say that because everybody handles 
issues differently. I mean, guy, we've seen Brett Favre come back and play and have a career game the day or so after his dad died. Uh, we've had uh, situations where family members or friends or former teammates have passed away and you have to go out and play. None of that obviously happened on the field, but it's still a weight that you carry as a player. But what you know about professional athletes for the most part is that we know how to compartmentalize everything. We can, we can be going through divorces, have issues with kids, uh, extended family members, deaths in the family, sicknesses, et cetera. But in between those lines for 60 minutes, we can compartmentalize that game and the task at hand. Now, what the challenge for those guys is going to be is if and when those trickling thoughts come into their mind about their buddy or if there's something on the scoreboard that um, they recognize or maybe there's a sign or or a fan holding up a banner uh, trying to, you know, honor Damar Hamlin, then that's where that can trickle in. You find yourself, and I've been down that road where you've gone through issues, not to this extent, but you find yourself like, man, I just floated through 10 plays. Like, I don't even remember these 10 plays because my brain was elsewhere. So that's going to be the toughest part, but I feel like once, and here's the thing about athletes, guys, once the time comes, whether it's in practice today practice tomorrow pregame warm-up where the light clicks on and somebody or several guys say let's go out here and fight guys like we all we got like i love you guys this is what we do let's honor our fallen brother by our effort he'd want us to be out here and once that triggers in everybody's head then you're able to kind of go and flow uh, but it's got to be that specific point. And I've been down that road where, you know, sitting in the locker room crying or, or you know, shook up about something. And then somebody trigger that other part, that other mechanism in my brain to say, okay, like, this is what I got to go do. And then you go do it. Former Chiefs wide receiver Danon Hughes will be on the call this Saturday out in Las Vegas. You can also hear him tonight on Players Only. Just keep an eye on Kling in Vegas, please. I don't know what you guys are going to be doing. I heard you're not staying on the strip, but still, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'll definitely keep an eye on him. And for you guys, appreciate you promoting Players Only. Tonight we're actually going to have a special guest in studio. Uh, so hopefully everybody will tune in at 6 o'clock. We'll have a special guest for the entire hour. And we'll be chopping it up about this situation as well as uh, the Chiefs in this upcoming uh, game. So it'll be a, a, a fun day, a fun evening. So that was uh, former Chiefs wide receiver Danon Hughes talking with us a little bit earlier today uh, about the player mindset of going back out on a football field after what occurred. And, we, you know, earlier today or yesterday, excuse me, Patrick Mahomes spoke and mentioned that he admits it's going to be a weird feeling until they kind of maybe get going and get in the flow. Of yeah, once you start you playing. I think that's that makes sense. And, and that'll probably be how it ends up playing out. And I, I do still think the fact that we've gotten such great news today on, on the health of DeMar Hamlin and, and where he continues to progress, I do think that helps with everybody's uh, mindset going into football this weekend. It makes it easier for the NFL to make their announcements because that's not that doesn't feel as looming. It's obviously a cloud over the game at the moment, but if he's you know, if he's neurologically there and he's communicating, he's awake at time, like that feels like such massive progress 
from where we were even 48 hours ago, right? That you, like, if you're the NFL, if you're his teammates, the fact that his dad had addressed the entire Bills team yesterday, those things kind of helped that process for those players who were on the field at that time. And look, we're assuming, because every report seemingly coming out of the NFL is that that game's not going to be resumed. Yeah, the latest is from the Associated Press uh, reporting that the NFL's not going to resume Cincinnati-Buffalo from Monday night. And if that actually is the case, then we know this is why all these other scenarios are being presented because you're going to have two teams that we know are going to play 16 games and everybody else is going to play 17. So what does that mean? Uh, win percentage? Okay, win percentage if the Chiefs beat uh, the Raiders, well, then the Chiefs are the one seed. But it sounds like there's at least discussions that that won't be as simple as that. That there, there could can, be other methods they that, consider. That they're considering maybe uh, having a neutral site AFC title game if it involves the Chiefs and, and Bengals one of the teams or Chiefs the and Bills. Yeah. Um, or and having could be Bengals, think, Chargers. Or yeah. having what I think would be the worst scenario, which is if you're the one seed, you pick if you want home field or you want the bye week. I, I, I don't get that. I don't know what we're doing. Uh, overcompensating is what I think it is at that point. Look, a lot of the options to me are kind of absurdist in the sense that this is creating so much work for yourself, right? I think we all agree that the very simple solution was just move the season back. The NFL obviously didn't want to do that. Just move the season back by a week across the board and move about your day that way. It doesn't seem like that's the option they're really considering at this point. Seem Maybe they are. It was one of the options being mentioned yesterday that they wouldn't move the whole season back, but instead the entire NFC playoffs would be the same weekend as that Cincinnati-Buffalo game, and then the next weekend would be all of the AFC wildcard round games, and the NFC would take a bye, and then by that third week, they'd all be back on the same schedule again. But that is creating a lot of moving parts under any circumstance. And if that were to be the case, there'd be a possibility that the Chiefs would have 22 days off before in between games at the end of the season, too, which would be like the weirdest time ever have damn near a month off of work. So I don't know that there, I really, I do know I, there's not a good solution or there's not a perfect solution. How about that? There are plenty yeah. of okay solutions. I'm not going to lose my mind. If the solution they come to is it's win percentage, the end, everything else is normal, but I'm also not going to lose my mind. If they say neutral site, AFC championship game, there are a few that I would uh, clearly object to, but there's, I think there's room in the middle if they decide they want to go there, but I understand if the NFL just comes to the decision that says we're going to keep these games, we're just going to yeah, so no just, contest I, and we're moving on. I just think the minute the NFL has decided that, hey, we're not going to pick up these games uh, and therefore you're going to have two teams with fewer games played, I, I just don't believe in going forward and then acting as if the next game, the final 17th game essentially isn't going to matter as much uh, for the Chiefs who would then end up word. with the one seed. And so if they were going to replay the game, then this would all be alleviated. They're not. So it presents to me a scenario where you do. You go off a win percentage, and unfortunately, that is the result. Trying to accommodate the Buffalo Bills and, and then therefore messing things up for how the number one seed works in the NFL, I just I don't think that's the solution. We're going to find out here very soon. It sure seems like what the NFL is going to actually put forward. I, maybe Feels like sometime in the next two hours. Yeah, yeah, maybe during the drive this afternoon. If not, I would imagine during our show tomorrow, before tomorrow's show, we're back at it tomorrow from 10 to 2. I mentioned the drive. CDOT's back today. Uh, we actually, I think, will be checking in on the drive at some point today. So. As a matter of fact. Thanks again to Danian Hughes for joining us. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.
You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Week podcast, released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app.